How you been, brother? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? Pretty good, man. Just pumping out a couple of things. Finishing up a lot of things before I can move forward with, with other stuff that I wanted to, you know, like the collab and like working everything, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Just fucking wrapping up some some uh, some fresh ideas that I've had here. Came back from Okeechobee. Shit was fucking... Yo, let, let's talk about that. How was that Okeechobee experience? Mind you, I went the first year. It was nice. This year was fire. This year, they, yeah. the, the the amount of of experimental bass mm. that was entire weekend, a lot of drum and bass, like crazy. Really? Oof. I'm, I'm, I was so surprised. I was like, wow. We got artists really pushing out drum and bass this year. And this is really good. It's really good. I can, I can tell that... Uh, a lot of people are trying to put that attention back onto to the, to the genre itself. And uh, I, I met a lot of new artists. Uh, I threw a renegade by accident, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, like six in the morning. Six in the morning, everybody's hopes and dreams were at the floor. And I ended up doing something and I ended up putting together a little renegade. And it was like a, 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 it was a sunrise renegade with uh, the, uh, what is it called? What are these people called? Damn. Um, Bro, what's this artist's name, dog? Damn, it just I just left my head. It just literally <laughs> left my head. Ah, whatever. It's a bunch of artists that were playing at a stage that earlier that day. Mm. And and bro, it was just fucking funk. It was just funk. It was the whole thing. Was, the whole thing that morning was pretty gas. It was black car, back beat, uh, whom. It was a couple other artists there, and they they just all showed out. And just yeah, it was like us. It was like forty of us in a small space, but like you know, we had the two big ass fucking speakers, and we just, just meanwhile, meanwhile, all the other like renegades have been shut down, kaputs. That's why everybody's hopes and dreams were on the top floor. <laughs> and finding, I find these people that my friend linked up with. They have a little RV spot in the corner. Nobody shut them down. And I go, you guys mind if I bring some friends? And I went over to these people and fucking lit the entire time, dude. Easy baked. Easy baked in friends. It was easy baked in friends without the easy bake. <laughs> it was a good time, bro. It was a good time, bro. I'm not... And that was, so, that was a whole full camping experience overall. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I ended up camping. Mind you, I ended up grouping up with like we ended up counting seventeen cars put together. I don't Whoa. know how the fuck I don't know how the fuck we did that. Seventeen cars of all of us together and we're all we're all camping on the same line. We're all on the camping same line. So we get there early enough, kind of, and we end up part we end up camping literally a three minute walk away from the entrance of the actual festival. So we're like right there. We were ended we ended up being able to just, you know, camp. Come yeah. come to the back, so it was good. It wasn't like all the way in the back and like BFE. And then um and then after uh, uh another thing was like my friends see they got VIP camping and didn't even get as close as we did. That's crazy to me. He's like, Wow, I can't believe like VIP however shaded is not as close as y'all were. Like y'all were close. I was like, Yeah, I know, I don't I don't know how we I don't know how VIP is this close. You know, like but you know, we ended up doing that. And, um, man, it was just, it was just a, a really musical experience. Really. I saw mm. Tame Impala live. Tame Impala live was sick, man. That production is sick. Yeah. The light production, the vis the visuals in general, 
Wow, bro. The lighting. Just wow. I might have lost my phone. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I might have lost my phone at Oki, but good thing somebody found it and they're shipping it right now. Matter of fact, I have the tracking number already. So Shut the you. fuck up. Dude, somebody found my phone. They messaged one of my friends. They go, yo, I have your friends. I'm thinking, how the fuck did they find that? Like, I'm sure they looked at like one of the notifications that had like a name or something. Okay. Oh, that was, said, yeah. That, that was, that's kind of like, how do you know it's you? You know, like, how do you know? My phone's locked. That's for sure. But I have the location and everything. It's getting sent this way. Oh, it's supposed to come in this week. So I'm thankful for that. Thankful for yo, that. Yo, yo. I lost it on the last day. On the last. <laughs> Mind you, last day, I was just, fourth day, you already know you're in the trenches. You're trying to survive. Yeah, at that point, you're like, all right, last day, I eventually got to get out of here. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking wild. You actually had a real good fucking experience. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was intense. <laughs> I lost my voice and everything. You can kind of tell I lost my voice. I can definitely tell for a bit. I was just like, damn, bro. What could you? It was like last weekend, you know? And it feels like it was just yesterday. Like it was this yesterday. That's wild. To be real with you. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I truly, I took Oki as not only just a nice last two raw because I wasn't going to be participating in the, in the, the fun of going to festivals for a bit and stuff like that. I mean, um, I'm just redirect my focus into this music stuff and yeah. really getting it together because this year is really that year that puts it together for me. Yes. Um, not to mention, you know, obviously there's the, the Forbidden Kingdom. I get to play that. And then um, releasing with Hesh's compilation, the first one, I'll be able to do that. Oh. I'll be able to I'll be able to announce that in, in the podcast so that. Yeah. Because I know and when this releases, it'll be it'll be by Forbidden Kingdom May somewhere in May. It will be released. Yeah. So basically, because he's announcing it this month, so I'll just put it in there. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Go for it. Um, yeah. And end of time is gonna be the song that he puts in, um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one, you know. Uh, a lot of traction there. Releasing tracks almost uh, every other two weeks, every other second week. Oh. So we're gonna keep it, you know, keep it going. Uh, I just released uh, last uh, last week, Pokemon on Friday. It'll be every Friday uh, at two twenty two every time. So then uh, this week obviously is a break week. The next week I'm releasing another song, Evacuate. So that one, that'll be done. The, I got the artwork ready to go and right. and just keeping the ball rolling, keeping the ball rolling. Releasing a couple of different things too, man. Um, after Oki though, mm. I picked up a lot of inspiration for mm. for for like mid tempo, experimental bass, oh. deep bass, and 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 not gonna lie, Jesus Christ, bro! I finished the whole song in like two days because of this idea that I had and it transformed into something fucking giant. Like, I was like, man, I got to finish this. There's no way. I got to finish this. I ended up finishing it the second day. I put in, I've been going to sleep every single day at seven in the morning and waking up at 10. I don't know. My body knows how to just, like my body wakes up at 10, 11. I don't know. Four hours of sleep apparently is like the cap. Today I'm on four hours of sleep. So, but I I don't have a problem with it because again, the ideas are flowing. The music creativity is going, Yeah, you know, and 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 I don't I don't want to stop it, you know. I I fucking love that shit, you know. Yeah. Preparing entire my entire set for Forbidden Kingdom is gonna be nothing but originals. There's not a yeah. single track that I'm gonna play that will not be original. 
Ooh. So far, so far, we're at 25 tracks and we're going to try to get it at 30. Yo! <laughs> we're trying to, you know, that way, you know, the content, people recording the set and any of that, it's always going to come back to me and say that that is a track of mine, that is an unreleased, that is a, a released or whatever. It may yeah. Be. Oh, so it's, it's, Dude. You know, hard work. It's, it's hard work trying to get the road going, but we got it going. I, I finally got back my EPK as well. So now everything's looking a little more figured out. And mm. got this little hoodie here trying to, trying which to is get dope, going. Which is dope. Get that promotion. Yeah. Get get that promo. Get that you merch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first mock-up, I'm going to resend in another one. They're going to do another one again to kind of get the hands detailed. But this is the first version. I'll probably be giving this one away eventually. But for now, this is going to be what it looks like. The hoodie looks, the hoodie looks comfortable. It feels uh, I trust my guy over in California to see how many we can do. Put them together, man. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Dude, for the scenes of it, like you already got yourself already figured out what you got, man. You already know what you got, everything planned out, all laid out. Like, yeah, I can feel like this is going to be the year in which shit is going to be popping off on your end, you know? And I'm happy to hear that, bro, because I've been seeing you you know, for many, many years, man. And now it's finally paying off. Right now is the time for you to capitalize the momentum. And I'm happy to hear that you're actually like getting, you know, feeling the energy, feeling the vibe, feeling the the moment for you to make a lot of music and just like, oh yeah, I'm feeling everything. And let, 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 like, let it all out. Let it all out. Just go like blah and just like make <laughs> sick <Exactly>. shit <laughs> yeah just let it run through mm -hmm. that's fucking dope yeah. man that's good and the way you're 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 fucking um saying that you know you already got a schedule like you'll be releasing songs at at least one song every two weeks or so it's like you already got your whole year figured out and and we haven't even got to the fir first half of the year which is actually sure. pretty good man and that's how that's that's going to get a lot of traction. A lot of people are going to take notice of it. A lot of people want to play with your music and want to fuck with it. And to cap it all off on your set for Forbidden Kingdom, which is almost done, it's going to be like the most original shit ever. Like, I love that. I love when you give me a set of yours and it's all you. It's all original shit that comes from you. So it's like, I'm seeing Corrupt Criminals. I know I'm listening to every song. It's a banger of his. It's a song of his. Good or bad, it don't matter. It's his project. Yes, Everything yes. is from beginning to end. And that's sick, bro. And not many people, if even including fucking established artists, do that shit. They, they forgot to do that. Like, there's probably like, Two or three people I can name of that I know that have done this before or they still do this before. Like I know Zomboy does all like his sets is all Zomboy and you and you can probably he probably will squeeze in like four or five tracks of his homies. But obviously mm -hmm. all for an NSD. Wooly is another person who has seen time after time going a full thing like that. Snails, he does it as well. And I don't know anyone else. I honestly Midnight do. T. Midnight T. Midnight T does it as well. Yo, the Terreno. Yeah. The Terreno. Yeah. Even, even, even Midnight T used to do it too back in the days too when he was, you know, playing like the hole in the walls in Winwood and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Kind of rinse out all his tracks. Everything but his tracks. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
yeah, again, keeping the keeping the motion going and like keeping keeping on top of like the fact yes. that this year, you know, I'm using everything to my advantage and using it wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to just do everything all at once, but meticulously just get the content going because when the time comes, there'll be more to come. You exactly. know, uh, uh, I'm from Burning Kingdom is out. I already have uh, a whole other five, six new songs. And even then, in the mix that I have already out, there's, you know, there's a couple songs that are in there that you'll hear that are also going to be released this year. Then there's the new songs that I'm still making to, to, to this day today, you know, whether it's the experimental tracks or the Moombatone tracks or just a little bit of everything because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep it in, in, in a sense like I'm not just, a, you know, one person doing one genre thing. I've always been like, I know how to do music, so why limit myself if, mm. I, if I love to do bass music? Right. If I love to do bass music, it's not just dubstep. It's dubstep, drum and bass, mumbaton, uh, uh, you know, experimental. Experimental, festival trap, bass house, you know, melodic shit, future rhythm, color bass, whatever it is on bass, you do it. Jersey club, the whole thing, the whole thing. I'm just, I I like global bass just as much as I like the American bass that we have here, stuff out here. But, you know, um, it's fun. It's fun. At the end of the day, I just want people to see that, like, this isn't just a project that I picked up from, you know, uh, and just thought that I could just do dubstep. You know, a lot of people kind of get that confused that they can come into an industry just with one sense. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not going to work. It, it could work if you put in a little more work than the usual. But if you're doing it free form, uh, expressive, mm-hmm. and it's just a genre really that, that, that comes to you, the music will come a lot better and quicker and the, the the actual growth of your artistry will be different in an impactful way and as quick as 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 you would think you know like your other thing but you know you know what i'm saying like it's 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 pretty it's pretty in-depth to think about it like nowadays you kind of can't just be in one genre to be honest with you Dude, we have opened the gates like all these new artists yes. have opened the gate right out yes and that's I think that's the most beautiful thing because, you know, we've seen Getter get shut down for doing something like that. But, I, but, I prom- but you know, if I promise you, if you would have done that now, if you would have done that now, the change Every- switch yeah, up. Yeah, everybody will be open arms and welcome. It's like, <laughs> yeah, come like, in. Oh my God, beautiful. This is something amazing. Yeah. But obviously, you know, it's changed at different times. Artists now are branching out. Like, look at Guppy. Guppy's one of my biggest inspirations in terms of just keeping the ball going because the man does not stay in one spot when it comes to the sound design. He really likes to keep it switching up. And I told him that, you know, personally, and he's, he was like, you know, my manager hates me for that, but hey. I'm like, oh, I understand that. <laughs> I can understand that your music is something of a unnatural. <laughs> I take, I take that and, 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 and apply the, 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 the creativity flow, my creative flow and put that into my sense and say to myself, don't bound yourself. Just keep it going. Just keep it switching. Just keep it moving. And, and, and be weird. Be weird. Be different. Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? Just go with it. You know? And, and I'm with you on that because I remember, yeah, back in the day, it was like a taboo. The fact that you can't even do any other genres is like, no, if you're in this genre, that's it. Even in our local scene, like our local scene is like, no, your rhythm or your dubstep or your trap, but you can't do. Standard. 
like an industry yeah yeah some bullshit you know it it was some bullshit like i never understood what why it was like that i i just like go along with it but if you if you heard my sets before you know that my sets were never all the time dubstep i always put a little bit of everything because that's how i am i'm a dj first before i'm a producer you know and and I and yeah, and like Getter trying to do terror raid, and he was doing his shit, and everybody was giving shit about him. Like, like, it, like it, it blew my mind. You know, when people try to do outside of it, and I'm like, how can you guys are having shit on Skrillex when he switched around? Like, if anything, Skrillex is like the yeah. first. That's like the perfect example. That's actually the perfect example, to be honest with you. I think, I think that yeah, that's really the perfect example because again. Uh, 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 an artist branching off like like even then me like I even decided I'm gonna put out the project of Shallow which is the house stuff yeah. which hit off very well I was able to present it in a, in, in, in a beautiful manner out in Treehouse as a headline set and it fucking you know and I blew it out the water same thing in December I, I also performed in a Treehouse supporting <clears throat> and what can I say, bro? I mean, the, the music hits. I'm like, if, if it's there, again, the energy, you know, it all comes from a place, the shallow project all comes from a place of emotion, really, really. That's the most emotional one. And, um, you know, most of the songs people tell me, you know, your song makes me want to just go right now to the club and just go and just start partying, you know? And I'm like, well, that's a good feeling because that's the feeling that comes from here. You know, when, when I want to hear something that gets me going, this is exactly what it is. When, when I when I feel something that gets me going, this is where the feeling translates to in this song right here, or in these songs, you know. <clears throat> and I'm again, I'm not I'm not scared anymore to just pull out another project right quick and you know keep them in both lines. That's why I put out both mixes. You know, I put out the Graham Court mix right before mm-hmm. the end of the year, and that 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 mix came out really nice. And then I put out the the house mix, which uh, with my intro track that I had made specifically for for Treehouse. I put in two other tracks in there as well. Uh, all of them unreleased, of course. There's no there's no really saying when I'm going to release those tracks, to be right. honest. But I, I'm kind of cradling that baby a bit, that shallow project, cradling that bit. So I'll put mixes here and there to show people the songs I do have, collect more songs, play more shows, but not too many, and make sure that, you know, people, when they do go out and see Shallow, that it's a special, it's a special set and there's That's always great. something to to hear in those sets um yeah man it's just it's, it's, times are different now you know so i agree and it's always it's, good to do something different you know like something that 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 doesn't make you feel like it's this thing has been very monotonous like let me try something out there you know it's like it's one of the reasons why i actually fuck with a lot of melodic dubstep and the color base area because there's so much variety out of it and there isn't, uh, this is what I like, there isn't a right way to do it. You just feel like this, this is how it is, this is how it is. Like, me and Manta just did a, our, we finished our collaboration. We don't know when we're releasing it, but when we do release it, um, uh, with Robbie in- Infinite in there as as the lead vocals at it. And, dude, it's like the sickest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, I fucking love it. And that's, and that, and what we did, it was something different. And it's our take of melodic dubstep, you know? And we just like, 
dude, let's put it out whenever we feel like it. It is what it is. It's our song. It's dope. It's different. It's not the same traditional shit. And at the same time, we're making other different stuff. Like, I definitely want to dabble in the the whole melodic drum and bass. You know, that whole Muzz, um, Coven style drum and bass that it's very melodic and it, and it hits very hard. Yeah. I want to hit that shit out because, and I start dabbling something and I'm like, Oh my God, what did I just do? Like it's, it's, it's fascinating. It, it, it gets you hyped up for it, you know? And, and yeah. there are times in which like, damn, maybe I should go back to do some, some heavy trap, you know, like some of the early traps of when I, back in the day when I started it, man, maybe I should actually go to that whole experimental is, you know, like- that feel of like trap. You know that's crazy too. I was talking about that and 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 dude, I said it. I've said it like probably like three, four times in the past two years. So you take dog, like like remember a time where it was like Gucci, yeah, spooky sound, like like a dude, like that 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 came back. That came back in a different form, but it's still back, like in that way. Like it surprises the fuck out of me. It surprises the fuck out of me. To this day, I'm like, damn, Trap really made a comeback and it came back even harder. Crazy. Yeah, Crazy. dude. I remember when I when I closed for Hoochie. I was because I didn't know I'd never heard of Hoochie back in the day. I didn't know what the fuck this. Everybody was making fun of me. It's like, oh, you're you're playing your Hoochie Mama, huh? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> So uh when that I was, that was at um a space, right? Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. So when I started listening to his music and I started listening to his set, I was just like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? This is like, they booked me. They booked me to a to a very slow, slow show and I'm like very tear out. Like, how the hell did this work? Like, okay, I'll try my best to, <laughs> to, to keep people here, but fuck. <laughs> no, yeah. It's that, what a time to be alive. Yeah. What a time to be alive, bro. It's one of those days in which you can say like, well, I finally did everything. I open and I close. I checklist. Literally, literally. <laughs> how it literally is, honestly. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's music's changed in a way like I, I like it. Honestly, I, I like where it's transforming into. Obviously, there's the bad parts of it. You know, there's a bad part to that, but yeah, you can move around it. You know, there's ways to maneuver around it or to associate ourselves with, you know what I'm saying? And to make our own stand out for ourselves, you know, in the most genuine way possible. Yeah. It's not, it's not genuine. Throw that shit out the window. Throw it out. I agree, man. And it's, and it's funny that you say that because it's like back in the day when we were coming up, man, it's like, it was very, very minimum that i see the whole standing up with each other community style you know it was very minimum and we didn't see that very often everybody was literally for themselves freaking for themselves you know it was that whole mentality in which like nobody want to fuck with anybody because nobody want to steal anyone's you know slots in a way you know and and it's and and it's very it was just like not very good back in the day, man. And, and but obviously a lot had to do with with the promoters, you know, pinning each other right. up with a with every other local, uh, you know, locals. I don't know how is it, 
you know, in today's scene. But so far for the people that I've talked and talking to all the locals that are being talking to, it seems to be a, a much better than before. I don't yeah. know. You're 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 still there, right? You still in the scene. You 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 know, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so like, you know, I, I, we talked about this like a uh, um, earlier in the live, I believe that um, that pretty much the scene isn't exactly the same as it used to be. Mm. Again, like these kids have an advantage to promoting. It's not like go out on the streets and you know you go out on the streets and then you have to like promote promote. Now it's really not that. I'm saying it's really not um and there's just online promo that people do mm -hmm. the slots thing i mean i don't i don't know how people you know so before there was uh you know you sell a certain amount of tickets and they give you a slot and obviously now i don't know if it's even the same i feel like now it's just you know here's a list of people promoters that are djing and we just put them in the time slots, and and if they sell tickets, they sell tickets, and you know, I mean, maybe it could be the same still, but I could say that like you know, uh, not the same people are in the scene anymore. Mm. You know, it's a bunch of new kids, new fa new faces, fresh faces. Um, even in, in the in the scene in general, you know, I don't see the same people from back in the days. Maybe like Skyper still working it always. Pedro. Uh, you know, he's still out there doing his thing. I mean, still killing it with his whole photography shit, you know? That that I know. The, like, it's still, still in the scene, like, from, from back in the days, it still involved themselves, you know? Um, you, you're still killing it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shoot, even Secto, I'll even throw in that name because that guy never stops. Like, I never That stops. motherfucker's still alive? Mike Secto? <laughs> he's still alive! Yo! If there's anybody who's a big Excision fan, it's him. There's literally no one, no one more no. big of an Excision fan than Mike Secto. That dude is yeah. hilarious. I love that guy. That guy, holy shit. He's even like the president of the fan club or something. Like he makes sure everything's all set up whenever it comes to South Florida. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, this is stuff that I hear from him and I hear from others. I'm like, damn, like this guy, like, how is it possible that Incision hasn't picked him up already and put him? Yes, right? <laughs> you, would you would think that would be the case, right? Yo, straight up. Like, but like Incision should have put Sector already to, to, I don't know, <laughs> to put him on the marketing team or put him on the tour team or Right, I I feel like by now he should be on the marketing. Yo, because hey, hey, he's been a fan since he's been a fan since some destroyed days and back in the days, 2012, 2010. And he sells, he sells. That's the that's Bro, the. There has never, I mean, like back in the days, there's still nobody I can say that like you know besides the people that we know that went as hard and is still going as hard as Sector. Yeah, promoter wise, promoter wise, like I will still go out in the street. And flyer all day. I, I, me, flyering from my own shows out in the streets, seeing Secto, and I go, this is how I know you're the number one promoter. And by his age, because he's already in his forties, right? Yes, sir. Like that's that, that's what that, what that's what, what's even crazier. Like even at his forties, he's still killing it and still selling tickets and yeah. hand, handing out flyers to everyone. Like yeah. the guy. Is a true G, man. Yep, 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 yep. 
He really is, man. He really is. I, I, to this day, I'll tell him, you're still one of the best, you know, in, in the scene, honestly, and in, in the OGs. 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 Oh, the OGs. Yeah. OGs. Shout in out Miami. to him, bro. Yeah. Shout out to him because that guy is wild. That guy is amazing. He's a monster with it. He's a monster with it. There's nobody out there that has that much dedication than, than Mike, for real. He's really in there. You know, respect to him, always, always. I mean, from the beginning of my, my journey, music out here in Miami, he's one of those that, that goes from back from the beginning, along with Renzo. Still doing his thing, simulation. Damn. Still doing, you know, shout out to Renzo as well. He's helped me a lot in my, my own career, so that's that's a, a bless. It's like a brother to me. That's what's up. That's, yeah, man. Yo, dude, like, I, I hardly get to stay in touch with anybody from the back in the days, you know, because some it, most of them, they just disperse. Super dispersed. Like, they, they, and, it's, and it's not their fault. It's no, no. Because remember, you know, the venues wiped out. Yeah. Fucking and shit changed. We went through a whole change up. Space changed up. Heart gone. Mm-hmm. Hanger gone. Mm-hmm. Mecca gone. All those things gone, 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 gone. So obviously there was no room left. And then what happened? Insomniac squeezed it all out. Insomniac squeezed it all out. And then, you know, obviously there's other shows going on. Different collectives popping up here and there that are not from Florida, but also some from Florida, like Go Op, Florida, and, uh, and uh, what's this, uh, Lowe's, Lowe's Only. Uh, you know, there's a couple. There's a couple that I've seen. You know, I've been to Fort Lauderdale and uh, they'll do at Munchies. I don't know if you've, you've been to that venue, but... Uh, I've been to Munchies and they've thrown bass events there, you know. For some reason, like 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 so the past two years, experimental bass through three years, I'm for three or four years, experimental bass has really taken a rise out here in uh, Florida. It's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice to see something new, something fresh. Um, you know, and like, you know, something new and fresh filling up the scene, um, and finding new new crowds that, you know, dedicate to the bass music. And at the end of the day, because bass music out here However, underground, there is a large collective amount of people that love bass music in Florida. Yeah. I can't say that they all exist in one city, but in Florida as a whole, yeah. there's a lot. There's many, there's many. And, you know, to, to, to being able to throw my own shows and, and dedicate my time to the, to the people of Florida or being able to perform and, and meet new people or just attending a show. It's definitely interesting to see the difference. Definitely. Um, again, with the trap. That shit, that shit has me dumbfounded. I go to Oki and I'm listening to literally 2015 trap with, with a hint damn. of like new. With a hint of something new and I'm like, damn, dude, this is crazy. Like, oh. not even 2013 trap, like 20, 2013 trap, you know? Like 2012, 2013 trap. And I'm like thinking like, wow. Something bubbly, you know? Something bubbly. Like Yeti played something bubbly like yeah something twerky yeah and i was just like wow dude these, these these guys are really bringing it back like and i feel like i dropped it just because i felt like the norm of like bass kind of changed in florida but I, I i should be hitting all these points you know i should be going left and right and although i've made a couple of tracks here and there i should put more emphasis on switching up the flow here and there and you know just, just creating just creating it doesn't matter what it is you know you should hit. Uh, you should hit up um underground wolves, man. Those guys. Yeah. Those guys are homies, man. Shout out to those guys. Those guys have helped me 
a lot here in the scene and they're you know they're, and we're doing some business together you know but they're basically bringing bass to south florida you know they started out over there in boca raton and yeah. doing shows over there and they and they brought their first festival like back in january i was like vip and these guys treat me like royalty man these guys are amazing they're very genuinely they're very humble they hard workers and it's all peace and love in the community and they and they put locals in their in their shows man they put every local in the show you know because they want to demonstrate like yo we got talent here you know we want to put them out out there you know you should hit them up because uh, i'm pretty sure like yo like you should, if 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 you ask them it's like yo you are you i'm down to play um you know, for the next show, if you guys ever come out with that, whether it's house or bass, you know, and they'll be like, yeah, don't just like send us your stuff and and we'll put you on the lineup. That's how genuinely these guys are, you know, and I ha I was lucky enough to be part of that, you know, and they're always telling me, it's like, yo, if you know any people, just like send us over. I'm like, dude, I'm sending everybody over there. Absolutely. Um, and they do a lot of that experimental bass, you know. They do have a lot of that experimental base. And and then on the side, they also have house. Right. So if you ever feel like, you know, you can either do a house set or a base set, you let them know because you got two projects and they'll they'll put you on the lineup for sure. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is it? What's it called? What's it uh, called? Underground Whoops, man. You can hit them up in uh, Whoops with obviously with a Z, you know, you can hit them up in Instagram. It's uh the guy the main dudes are Chris and Lorenzo. Hit them out. Tell them that Wilson sent you. You know they'll immediately be like, oh for sure. Like if you ever feel like you want to play a set, you know whenever they do a show, man, you know they'll bro hit them up and they'll they and and here's the thing they do pay you. They say they say that they pay to all the locals. I don't know how much they pay. It all varies, but they do pay. Well, if they're proper with it, if they're proper with it, that's beautiful too, man. That's that's all. That's all in a genuine artist could ask for. Yeah, is that they genuinely look at the the content, the artist's work, and pay them for what they believe the worth is, or what they at least can accept that the person is putting their worth to be. You know what I'm saying? So, amen. That's that's all I'm about this year. Is is is, is putting my worth out there, putting the creative flow out there, putting putting it all out there, showing people no boundaries here. And that all the music I'm making is is a different vibe, but there's a vibe that you can definitely pick up, you know. So, yo, for for shizzle, man. Now, for shizzle, for shizzle, my nizzle, man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but I actually wanted to ask you something because you did mention something about you know whole insomniac thing, like insomnia buying shit out. What do you what do you mean by that? Because this is like the second time I've heard this story. Okay, so so obviously Treehouse was throwing their ba their base shows, correct? Mm -hmm. That was all supported by Insomnia, um, and eventually, you know, the venue was no longer with the with the shits, and so we they they tapped out of there. But also, they don't throw you notice they don't throw base shows at space anymore. They don't throw base shows anywhere mm -hmm. except for there, unless it's another team simulation. Another, you know, group of people throwing shows, whether it's our people unidentified, anything. Um, but you know, at one point, you know, 
and I, uh, when when I figured out two years ago when the pandemic started, there was already the the, the flying notes of uh, Pasquale taking his deal with Ticketmaster, and then from there, it's just been him buying out left and right. So space, he bought out space, and all those bookings ever since then are Insomniac. Yeah, all, all that's Insomniac. All of that, all of those space bookings have been Insomniac. All the space park bookings have been Insomniac. Oh, that's why they got space park. Space landed a deal with with Pasquale. That fucking third one third of a deal, and that's that's they made their bread to be able to open up when and do all these bookings and and then there's Factory Town, you know, also another Insomniac written all over. So Insomniac's just fucking taking over, dude. Dude, Insomniac. he's becoming fucking Disney at this point. He's buying everything. <laughs> That's why Ticketmaster's being sued by the United States of America. Really? Yep. Uh, about three or four of the main plaintiffs signed on it to be able to go through with the lawsuit. Uh, United, obviously, United States. Uh, they were the ones who obviously have been conducting research in the company, but they're being sued for monopolizing. That's what I'm saying, because it's wild for me to hear these stories and it's like, it's a clear indication of a of a monopoly, bro. Like there, there's certain things that you can and cannot do. You can't just go ahead and buy everything and own everything and just like that, bro. Yeah, and look and, and, and think about it. They own space. They own the Vanguard in Orlando. Orlando, yeah. They, they touch. They even touch. I mean, think about it, man. Okeechobee, that's like already. That's another one. They own Okeechobee as well. Wow. So it's like, what the fuck? You know, what are you guys doing? You guys are taking over Florida, you know? It's literally that. It's literally that. Without even counting the ones that he has on fucking California. Right. And then that's not even counting the more like Cyclops Cove out here is Insomniac. Oh uh, my God, you're right. Uh, Forbidden Kingdom, Insomniac. They own everything. They want House and Dubstep and all Experimental and Okeechobee and they want to own everything. They do their. They do what they do. This is what they do. They get their information via the the festival, via the show. They take they take down all these notes of who the people like in Florida, and they fucking they take it all. Yo, Pepe should have never sell that. He should have never yeah. sell that. He would be making so much more. Bruh. He was still running it himself and working with Jeff. If he would have stuck to working with Jeff, exactly because all he had, all he had to do is have a decision to close his tour by landing on Forbidden Kingdom. Why? What happens when decision closes the tour? The last few dates of the tour are the last ones of his tour, meaning that a lot of people do not want to miss it. They want to go there. It's going to attract more people to it. And then if you slap a bunch of bass artists on top of that, people are just going to go fucking nuts. It's like, yo, what? Edition, his last days of the, of the tour, plus all these fucking bangers artists right here. Yo, I got to go. Yo, whatever. How much is it? Fuck it. $100. Here you go. I want it. I want that shit. That's all he had to do. He, he, that's all he had to keep it going. He, he, and it was, it's on, it's on, it's just going to take it as a money grab. Money grab. Boom. And of course, they know they're going to blow it up. They're going to fucking get their artists and everything. Absolutely. No problem. Not a problem. I mean, they already got 
I can't even say. There's artists on there that I don't even. I insomniac money. That's yeah. all I can. No, no. It's, I, 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 it's crazy what they were able to pull off. That's all I can say. I can it's I can crazy. vouch for that. Yeah, it's crazy what they were able to pull off because I have never in the history of living in Florida seen it being happened. Crazy. It's crazy times, and it's crazy how they're doing it. And obviously, because it, the title of Insomniac is slapped on the on the festival, so obviously everybody's gonna fucking go. EDC Orlando wasn't good enough, you know. No, we need another fucking you know base festival. Just that. Okeechobee, Forbidden Kingdom, Cyclops Cove, Club Space, The Vanguard. Like that's overkill. That's overkill. That's overkill. And that's then, overkill. And then you got Disco Donnie. Poor him with just Sunset Music Festival and most of in the corner, in the corner. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in the corner, realize that he's like in the corner, hanging in there in Tampa. Hanging, <laughs> hanging in there because uh, 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 that's another for him. There's certain artists that he cannot book. Because of this whole insomnia Ultra, taking over you. And insomnia. Because of Ultra and insomnia. This Kondani has his own. It's wild, bro. And I fucking hate these clauses. You know, like, do you, you book this lot? Well, you cannot perform here. It's like, For damn. four or five months. Before and after. That's a whole year. That's a whole half a year. Whole year. It's, it's so stupid. The, the, mono, the level of monopoly. Which also explains why the, you don't see that many bass artists in ultra because like they don't give a fuck about ultra and ultra doesn't give a fuck about bass either you know for yeah. for them it's a jerk off move that's why they rather focus more on the on the forbidden kingdom now and on the sunset because those that's where Bro. all the people who are bassers are gonna head up and that's where they're gonna see the most traction out of it and then and ultra knows that they're gonna sell what they sell they know they know they have people flying from across the world to miami yeah, they got money. They got they got the money. They they got their own clients. They all they got their own people. They like they know they're gonna sell regardless who whoever they put in there. You know, fucking it, all it takes is just having a slapping Armin with his state of trance. Everybody's gonna go. Put in oh, the whole the whole shabu the whole shabu. Yeah, about. like put slapping Tiesto on the main stage with Mark Garrett's and. I a, and a bunch of others is like, got it. That's already sold out. With having Tiesto, yeah, yeah. bro, it's it's wild. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Insomniac really did a number out here, Florida. dude. And, and it sucks because for a lot of people who actually want to book shows and want to book artists, they like can't. Myself, like myself, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I squeeze my way around, try to get into the underground, and I have connection with some artists. But it's still, you know, it's still at the end of the day, if they have a contract, they got a contract. I got to respect it and honor it. I got to honor the contracts. It's I still res I still respect the artists for what they do. You know what I'm saying? It's some, you know, they're making their bread. That's how it is. But I, it is. I fucking hate that gatekeeping but shit. But also fucks people over. Uh, Insomniac fucks people over. Fucks the artists over in the sense of the radius clauses and, 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 and the over, over the top, over the top. I hate that gatekeeping shit, bro. I hate that to the nah. utmost, bro. You know, they're all, we're, we're only going to sell the most tickets and nobody can offer the artists. That's ridiculous. That's like cutting off a whole state's infrastructure for EDM in general. Yeah. Know? Whole EDM and electronic music as a whole is cutting their, their money flow in sense of club versus events. 
club to events. You see clubs closing down because they can't fuck. Yeah, because because no are willing to pay for the amount of fucking you know the the price now because of how bad it is out here inflated. And of course, you got Samiak all the deals on the artists. You can't book any. Which is like, it's ridiculous, and I I can't believe that there's like artists are okay with that. I'm I'm obviously oh obviously because it's on Samiak ADC biggest festivals. You know, you could go Winter Wonderland or Beyond Wonderland or Nocturnal or having yeah. yeah like I get it. You go get your money's worth, but. Wouldn't you feel a certain way that, you know, it's like, oh, shit, I can't wait to play on, on this show, too. It's like, no, you can. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, I I, I, I can. No, no, you can't because you sign a contract and you only play here and you can only play this show in three months. After the three months, then you can go play there. What the fuck? You're telling me I cannot go next week? Like, what? Yeah. Like it's controlling. It's a, it's a stupid controlling. Like he decides who gets in and who gets out. Like they decide. Yeah, man. It's, it's, that's it's gatekeeping. I, that's a whole different level of gatekeeping. I don't. Yeah. I don't fuck with that, bro. That's that's tyranny at the end of the day. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate to what what they were doing, what what they're doing now. To the entire scene, you know, like again, it does it does bring out again. Dubstep has again, I said like at the beginning, it's it's, it's changed. It's beautiful. But there's the ugly parts, and it's the industry yeah. part. It's the it's the Pasquale, you know, thinking that like there's this going on in Florida. All right, grab that, grab that, and put this together. Grab that, Okeechobee. They did what? Grab that. You know, like why is it always a a a? a I'm gonna grab that and. and do something with it because because again you're, you're washing out your contracts that you have with those artists for what for what i miss the okeechobee where skrillex played bro it's crazy that's the crazy. first that shit was crazy that shit was beautiful it's not joey badass crazy Yo. so it was, it was good you know and i went this year and it's changed a bit you know <clears throat> I, I mean i seen still live artists you know uh tim impala was beautiful like i said Megan Thee Stallion was awesome. She was hype as hell. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, the, the scenes change in different ways. And whether whether they're giving the right opportunity to some or not, you gotta, again, you gotta just make it for yourself and do your thing and, and stand out genuinely. Because that's, that's what's gonna carry out. Not worrying about the industry stuff is more, it's more about what's gonna stand out for yourself and what most genuinely stands out. What do you do so naturally and effortlessly that makes you stand out the most? That lead with that always, yes. always, always, always lead with that. If it's what you genuinely, genuinely do, and it's giving you the best attention as a sense, uh, as a persona and, and music etiquette and all that, all that put together, is where it's at. It's where it's at. It's where I look for at least in artists. It sucks. It 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 really sucks, man, because it cuts down wants money you know and it and it feels like that it's being controlled like you're you're not getting the money that you want you're getting the money that you get what you get you know and you can't and you try to like let me double book myself from here and then i'll go head out to the other state or go somewhere else and sometimes it's like nah nah because claws from somewhere is like nah you can't like you're booked with this you're not gonna get booked for anything else in the next three months or something like that it's like how, why would you, it's, it's, it's some tyrant shit, you know, I don't know. 
also cutting an artist's money flows, right? And I feel like this shit is going to backfire him. This shit is going to get backfired some way or somehow. I just feel like it's going to get backfired because you can't just go ahead and just buy everything and then cut everybody off. That you're literally cutting the competition off. That's what you're trying to do. But the problem is, if you cut off competition, there's no capitalism. There's nothing for you to gain out of it. You buy every, you just bought everything. Now you own everything. Okay, cool. What's going to happen when this fails? What's going to happen when this fails? What's going to happen with this first? You're going to be draining with money so much that you, you will have nowhere to do it to, and how to bounce back. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if these guys keep uh, the way how Insomniac is doing. It may be a little bit far-fetched for me to say in this, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they continue going like this. They'll go follow the whole um, Life in Color route you know you know how big life in color was around the world around the world around the states with with, what happened with sfx and shit yeah 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 where where is where is it right now and they were considered one of the biggest competitors for the longest time competing with fucking ultra edc sunset well they're in this almost in the sister companies but with tomorrowland tomorrow world like where is fucking life of color right now? God in the wind. Hammerchain, hammerchain money. Which I say, Dayglo. Dayglo. Imagine that. It should have stayed as Dayglo. Should stayed as Dayglo. See that this is like some. This is why I believe that like karma is I a fucking bitch. For, I feel bad for Pepe because Pepe kind of did the same move with it, you know, money grab. <sighs> he should have obviously. He, Obviously, with Insomniac, he's going to stay afloat because it's Insomniac. That's it. It's the only fucking dubstep in the Southeast. You know, it's the only dubstep festival in the Southeast. See, like, I, I don't know what, what went behind doors. That's, we, we're just speculating. But if I have a, a festival and it's, a, it's the, the only bass festival in South Florida, the only one with a big hitters out there and some uh, companies trying to buy me off, I look at you funny. Why are you so interested in buying me off? That's right. Because you see there's monster potential and I'll gain a lot more by keep it running than, than you buying me off because I'm pretty sure they, they give it a big fat check, but they getting that money in return like 10 times. Like, forget about it. That... Let it, let it ride. I just feel bad because, like, dude, like, that was probably the biggest mistake because I'm pretty sure if he would have kept Forbidden Kim in South Florida with with the uh, with the talent and it kept it going over the spend of five years, it's going to be the base capital of Florida. It'll be the base capital of Florida because, you know, every heavy hitter is going to come to South Florida and they got hit there and it's the only one it's the only one none not the only one in the state of florida but it's the only it, one in south florida where you barely get any base it's all house all the time trance techno you name it everything is just that and if you kept it going and i'm pretty sure if he would have kept it going he would have controlled the narrative of having a base artist in the scene because obviously insomnia can't go and says like oh you know there's claws for it it's like well 
your festival of EDC is isn't until November. And from November to May, there's a huge gap, both both before and after. So you can't have a clause to say, you know, 90 days, 120, however many days, it's like you can't book servers. They would have controlled that nat- narrative and they would have at least have some of those people to do fucking after parties, like put slap them on, on cinema or ha- have the kid to go on Treehouse or or space and just keep it, keep it going. Right. Man, that's a, that's a problem too, is, is, is that like, we could have been the base capital had it not been given to Somnia. Exactly. Because Somnia is just gatekeeping. And, and gatekeeping the entire scene because of this festival. When it could have been Pepe, you know, booking these, 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 this festival mm. and then still having space to book some nice bass shows exactly. without without a single problem about competition or anything because guess what then they collaborate with some of the people out here and find out the type of ideas that could happen and the type of artists that you will find for your bass shows but that's just the way I'm thinking <laughs> just saying just, that's just saying that's just the way I think that the, the scene should work because if you're thinking, if you're thinking about it how do you bring in an underground scene? If you, if you own a festival, it caters to base, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that, yeah, I'm not trying to gatekeep a bunch of art. Let, let the artists play out through Florida so that they can keep, keep that, keep that in, your energy out here. And, and then Florida is still on the map as being a base fucking community. And on top of that, collaborate with the other promoters that want shows. You can still put your own pennies worth if you would like. Or help them out do the show, but you meet, you know, you start to help out those shows. Yeah, open up the open up those the, those um that 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 crowd of like you know there's people showing up to they sell out. Smoke lands look like it's sold out. Rekno look like it's sold out here. I was there at that show as well. Cursor is going to be coming up. I'm pretty sure it's Cursor. Pretty sure it's Cursor. Cursor is coming up pretty soon at at at, at Winwood Syndicate. I'm going to show up just to see what's up with that show. Pretty sure it's gonna look pretty hefty. You know, it's 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 what I would like to do is what I'm trying to do. Cause cause I understand that once you, you give it off to Insomniac, you're fucked. But see, for 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 my mentality, if I'm gonna start doing shows out here, I want some of the other artists and some of the other people out here trying to do shows like American Grime. Shout out to American Grime. They're they're good homies and they're doing shows nonstop as well. You know and. And I'd like to see, I'd like to see it. And I'd, I'd like to, because it's about the base scene supporting because of insomnia. There's none of that. And all those venues are gone. So I get it, you know, but working with other people helps. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what helps yeah. out here is working together. Yep. Not working separately, you know, and bringing the crowds together, bringing the, bringing the, bringing the crowds together, most importantly, so that people can recognize that too. And we could all, we could, we could all still enjoy them. Keep them alive as long as we work together on it. You know, <clears throat> but in a sense, you know, again, even as an artist, taking seriously out here is is probably it's like a fifty fifty. You know, it's a fifty fifty. There's still some people that take me serious, and there's people that know I exist but won't take me serious. Mm. That know what I'm doing but just don't look my way. I get it. Do your thing. But when you start to see me doing my thing and you start looking my way, after all, I'm gonna tell you. So why wasn't you rocking with me? But you knew about me. I wasn't you right? And you knew about me. You 100% knew about me. And to this day, to this day, I played at a treehouse 
and now I'm playing at Forbidden Kingdom. There are two people that to this day, they've known about me and know what I'm doing and still have not looked my way to at least wonder what's going on. Can we work together? What's going on? Nothing. Bro. And I expect it. And I expect it only because I respect them and they know about me and I know about them. We've had our conversations. I've worked with them back in the days. I won't name any names, but like, it's just like, come on. You want to, you want to, you want to see what it's like to bring out another artist from Florida that you could say you brought out another artist out like back. It used to be back in the days where an artist would come out of Florida and, and, the, and the fucking bass scene would blow up out here. You know, hello, we fucking Skrillex came out of here, y'all. You know, like we, we should, we should keep that going that we have artists out here to throw out. Mm-hmm. We got kids like Yari that exist out here fucking monster when it comes to producing and i wish people have recognized that more we have guys like jandy that they have their own recognition but not because of the scene in florida but because of artists in other states you know what i'm saying we lost touch with the fact that there are artists out here in florida that we need to touch that we need to touch on you know what i'm saying there's kids like that i'm just hearing now about swings to throw in another name you know and 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 um I'm talking about, you know, kids that are producing, that are that are making music and it's sounding nice and it's really nice. You know what I'm saying? You know, we have Snooko. Snooko's out there. And he's making music endlessly. You know what I'm saying? We got Stains. Stains is, is, is a guy out here. Overlooked, man. Overlooked. You know what I'm saying? And, and we, need to, we need to touch back. We need to touch yeah. back. Because imagine we, if, if a, a scene supportive of its own local artists that exist. Oh, Oh shit. A scene local <laughs> a scene's local artist that exists and nobody's booking them. That's 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 what's crazy about it, man. Like there's so much talent here in South Florida like and I nobody's no- you know, I get the notion of your promoters that for the freezy just by giving and I get, you know, you know, kids trying to trying to get what it's like to DJ in in a, in a club and get that experience. But you also have to think about the artistry in general. It's not about just DJing. There's also the thing about dubstep, and everyone knows this, is it's catered to performance. Mm-hmm. Dubstep is catered to performance via the sound, mm-hmm. via the songs, the production. It's a story. It's not like it's not like house music. We can go up there and DJ. You know, house music doesn't matter what but house music you DJ, but people if they like it, they like the mix. Dubstep, like there's so many, you know, like again, like dubstep is sounds, is about sounds. So if you're DJing other people's dubstep songs, you can only get so far with that in dubstep because dubstep is about having the persona, about having the artistry and, and, and making a name. There's a sense of, you know, like for example, there's, there's people like uh um like like Funk Case with, with his persona. Mm-hmm. You know, and his mask and his the type of styles that he does, and they're sweet too. You know, with the, with the, with the way he is and his persona, and just there's there's the sound that he has and, and the dubstep that he plays out. You know what I'm saying? But mainly, it's the it's the sound that you create, the persona that you create behind that sound that generally makes the artist in dubs in the dubstep community. Because there's, there's, don't get me wrong, there's artists out there that play other people's music, you know, and there's artists, you know, that are getting into the fact that they know that it, you know, that they would start off as DJs like Shivers. Shivers is, is a well-known rhythm DJ 
And, you know, at first he knew that, you know, playing a bunch of plates, because really it's a bunch of, his sets are catered to exclusive songs and being doubled and tripled and just creating a performance. You know what I'm saying? He's chopping, he's doing a bunch of stuff, but it makes him stand out as a DJ. He figured that out as a DJ. But he's also realizing that in order to keep this going, he's got to have some of his own songs. So he's obviously collabing, he's rapping on his own songs, and he's also helping out in some of the production. So it's, it's, it's obviously, you know, it's something that's obvious that there has to be a production value behind your name, the image, and that's what really sells it. You know, that's what really sells your artist flow. So <clears throat> in a sense that like in the, in Florida, you know, again, it comes back to being able to support that, you know, help people out that want to come out as Florida, because when you, when you start to say that this person came from Florida and they blew out of the scene, that shit comes back. That shit 100% comes back. Mm-hmm. It comes back. It comes back. You're, you're, you're going to create something as a scene. You know, everyone goes to LA. Everyone grows up in LA because they have a connection in LA and everyone's in LA. Yep. What about Florida? What about Florida? What about the East Coast? Yeah. Why, why, why do we have to let the West Coast come over here and take it all out? Exactly. Why are we yeah. letting it? Exactly. That's why I, that's why I did I fly right there. That's well, that's the show. That's the that's the show that I did, and and it was a three sixty experience. And that's another thing too. We're trying to bring back an experience. We're trying to bring back the experience. It's not just about throwing it into a venue anymore. I want. I made. I built a center stage with these hands. Built a whole center stage. Did the measurements. Did the entire thing. The map, cut it out. Put it together. Played on top of it. It was sturdy. It was perfect. It, 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 it's doing what it does. And you know, I'm 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 trying to just uh, keep the keep the scene alive, keep the scene alive, yeah, and keep the borrowing. Obviously, it's gonna take me some time to do the next event because things have changed up a little bit, and I got caught up with you know, personal life mm-hmm. situations that you know cater to to what I have to do now. But I do have something else in the works, um, so it's 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 really nice to be able to get back, you know, uh, of being in the scene as long as you know I, I've been in, yeah. Been for for a very long time, and again, seeing seeing the the scene change is good and bad, but there's still ways to maneuver around. And I'm figuring out my my flow, my, as well as my own confidence, matching that flow from my own music, from my own creativity, from how I can tell people come to come here to you and, and press to you these these uh these uh changes and, and flow out here for someone like me to be able to fit in still still with what I do and how I do it, you know, and be, and obviously set the example at the, at the top of the list, setting the example for the rest of the people. Cause I've had com- communications with people and they tell me, you know, they're like, wow, you, you really set the right tone for the way things should be handled. And I'm like, well, you know, I've only put up with so much bullshit that I can just tell you what not to, you know, exactly. what not to go back to, you know, or what not mm-hmm. to go to. But, um, you know, However, it's on me. I'm still trying to take over all of Florida. We still keep pushing. Yep. And, you know, and despite some yep. people that didn't want to support me, knowing despite the amount of work I have, good work, we still keep it pushing. Still. 
and we gotta keep it pushing, man. We cannot stop this fight, man. We cannot, bro. And I feel you 100%, bro, because like that's how I was looked at. Believe, believe it or not, like as much as likable as I was back then when we were growing up in the in that scene and how everybody knows me, people underestimated me. Even to this day, they still do. They still underestimate me. They still overlook me. They still look at me as like a second class citizen, you know, like I don't I haven't gotten the respect that I should be getting from this industry, you know, like and even though I put right. up all the work and you see me putting up all the work and see me how grind I win then and I still don't get it. But it's like whatever, that's fine. Even to this day, I still don't get it. Like I really do not give a shit about it. All I care is about the respect from my fellow colleagues, my fellow producers, engineers, and entertainment gurus, and filmmakers, and whatnot. Those are the people that I want coming from respect, you know, because the reason Correct. why is because we understand each other. We yes, feel sir. each other's energy. We know what it's like to get screwed over by the industry. We know how it is. And people, when they see this stuff, they, they don't believe it. But unless we tell it, until we tell these stories, yes, sir. there's yes, not going to be any change. So that's why we have to be out there and be open and vocal about it. We have to expose some of this ugliness, bro, because we can't let it keep it going. Not saying that we're going to try to go ahead and start a revolution and overthrow some of these big cores. Like at this point, it's almost impossible to take them down, you know, but at least have some balls and make a stand, make a stand. I, I eventually want to hear and see an email from Insomniac in the future trying to get at what we started. At what yeah. We because then I'm going to send a nice email and say, look, fortunately for you, I do respect what you do. But unfortunately, I will not be handing over the keys to something that I know you will gatekeep. I do not like the way you gatekeep. That's as simple as that. And, and unless you want to work with me and not work for you, I out of me, work out of me, mm. that's different. But that, that's, if you want to collaborate, that's different. But I'm not here to let you take ownership on how the booking go, where it goes, how it goes, and for how long. Yeah, no, I go the same way. I, and, and, and it's in these instances in which I understand um, certain people when they do not want to sell out to these corporates. Like, they they may look at us funny saying like, dude, like they're giving you a nice big check, bro. Whatever that mouth is like, why would you take it? And it's like, it's very easy to say that, you know, because you're not there in those meetings. You're not in those email threads. And the way it goes is like, yeah, they'll give you a big check, but they'll have full ownership of stuff that you own, that you created. You know, you won't have anything like you will have a, a, a nicely 10 percent 20 percent of whatever you are and they still keep 80 percent of it and which is wild because you're the one who created it. you're the one who started this why you should keep the minimum and they keep the high no it's supposed to be the other way around you're supposed to own 80 percent and they own at least a small measly 10 20 you know whatever the amount is or if it's a collaboration a 50 50 collaboration it's like all right cool 
We I 50, you 50. That's it. We're we're partners, you know, it's straight up. But it's different. There's like a lot of things going because let, let, let's just say a perfect example. Again, with Forbidden Kingdom, you know, there cannot be another Forbidden Kingdom. There's times in which there's these good ideas come and there's as good as it gets. And you may try to do another one like that, but it doesn't work because yeah, that's where you put all your blood, sweat and tears into right. it. For it to let you let it buy out, you know, which is why we sometimes we have to say like, nah, fuck this. Like, and also you got to also understand in a business perspective, like there's somebody who's interested in you and wants to buy you out. That means that you're doing something good. That means that you're doing something that that is a menace for your competitors, for, for the companies, because they believe that you have a monster potential to reach to the top, to reach to the high grounds and build an, an empire out of it. And they cannot do anything about it to stop you up for it. They can't. Yeah, they just they knew that was going to be the only festival to compete with them. Yeah. Yeah. The only, they knew that it was going to compete with Lost Lands. On the East Coast. East Coast. Because Lost Lands is a fucking number one festival as it terms to, you know, the design, uh, the production, the quality, artists. And then comes on Base Canyon, which is another one from from Decisions. It's like, and that's Middle East as well. So it's like, and they got... Knows and, 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 and Insomniac's like, oh shit. Insomniac's, oh shit, oh shit. Oh, and then, and then that's not even it. They also own Invasion. They own Invasion as well, out in Orlando. No. Okay, that's another dubstep fucking festival, too. It's like a miniature kind of festival, but it's still something. You, you, see, you remember Invasion, right? Yeah. Yes. Or Abduction, whichever, which one, whichever one it was. Alien or... I mean, Invasion or Abduction? I don't remember which called. Dude, that's, that's another one. fucking wild. It's just insane how crazy they're trying to wash out. They're washing up the competition. They're washing up anybody who's trying to come up with something bigger and better out yeah, of the map. Like, they don't want no competition. Like, no, we own yeah, the competition. I like, Auslands is our competition, and they and we got to start something. Start coming up this way. Ultra? Nah, it's okay. You know, Ultra can have their housey stuff, you know. Tomorrowland? Nah, it's in, uh, it's in Europe, you know. We're okay. They can do the, whatever they want. Who else is our competition? Sunset? Ah, it's okay. They're doing their thing. They cannot get and book our artists, you know. That's why you see Skrillets a lot in Sunset Music and you don't see him on any other Insomniac event or Ultra. He's on Movement? He did Movement. The first festival in the United States that he's on for the year. For the for year? Our, or for, 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 it's been a while, actually. It's been like years. He's playing movement. What a random fucking festival to just pick. And I, I know for sure it's pick and play. That's a for boss sure. move. That's what he did. A for boss sure, move. For sure, it was pick and play. Yeah. It wasn't they hit him up. It was like he told his agent said, listen, I want to play movement. Set it up. Does Skrillex make techno? Of course he does. He makes anything. But does he put it out like that? No. no. So imagine Skrillex at Movement Festival. What the fuck? This guy, that's the level we're trying to get on. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. That's the level we're trying to get to. The level to where we know like it doesn't matter 
play, we know we got the, the level again. Skrillex is an inspiration in that, and I hope it's for a lot of people that that they should really pay attention to one thing. It's it's the way he he uses his musical sense. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, doesn't involve one genre. It's the guy's a Grammy nominee. The guy, the guy's everything. Right? The guy, the music. guy, that guy did Justin Bieber's album. Warmer. How many times he has? Still, still doing. Still, still doing. Because guess what? Justin Bieber and the way Skrillex made his his sound sound now, it's just the number one seller for for Justin Bieber. And Justin Bieber knows his. If it ain't broken, don't, don't fix it. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. And that's that's what Skrillex is on too. He's like <laughs> chilling. I could just make one track, and we're making millions still. Millions, millions, platinum records just mm-hmm. selling off online. It's Justin Bieber. It ain't, it's Justin Bieber screwing And then that, that's like people like Snake, like DJ Snake. Mind you, two different sides of the industry here because I, 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 I know Anwell's producer. He cute. He cool eyes. He, he stays out here sometimes and stuff like that. And he tells me, you know, one of the times Anwell trying to reach out to DJ Snake. Do a track, motherfucker said you got half a mil just for just to start the track, just to start it. What? Half a mil, dude. Half a mil. Craziest thing I ever heard. Honestly, insane. Half a Emotional, damn it. Half a mil to start it. That's the down payment. That's a down payment, bro. That's a down payment. So, 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 so back to where I was circling to. Use the musicality. Become a powerhouse for musicians, producers across the world, wherever you are. Literally use, not just for one job, do everything. Do everything. Build the catalogs yes. so fucking fat. Yes. Damn. Yeah. What happened? We uh, cracked a bowl, but it's not completely broken, so we're good to go. Oh, okay. It just cracked at the very bottom, but she's still, she's still running. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to hear, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, branch out, do everything. Go crazy with it. Mix genres together. Mix instruments from different genres and put them in another genre. Just do anything. Bro, And, then, and, and for, for for example, our boy Needy Greedy, man. Look who uh, he is. Our boy Needy Greedy, our boy Breaking Bro. That is, that's another inspiration right there, alone. Rickish Mears. Yes, sir. I've had many, many debates out in um, SAE a couple times. Um, and even, you know, even out in Academy, really good conversations. Had the honor to, you know, touch up on one of his tracks and send that to him and he enjoyed it. You know, respect to him, honestly. He's shown love. Uh, yes. You know, he, I'll send him some stuff. I know now if I send him this other track, he'll really enjoy it. I haven't seen it in a while, but every time I do send stuff to artists, it's always the right one mm-hmm. that I feel like just right, you know? And, you know, to, like most of the times, you know, I'll get a feedback, you know, from most of my home, but Nitty's always true to, true to his words and yeah, I respect to him, bro. He's one of the guys in the state. Another, another Florida producer that's a banger. Yeah. That has, that is proof, proof, proof. And there are good artists out here that looked on. And again, like we need to just, they did that with Nitty Gritty. Look, they, they picked them up. Alex picked them up and said, take them. Guy. And that's what it takes, man. 
And we need to see more of that in the scene. Bring up our or in Florida that we should be, you know, listening to that that you know, because I get told all the time. Listen, I I I not out there as fuck about my own music, but but only because you know, in a, in a humbling sense, I know what I damn well like to think is my very. I put it out there, you know. But there's people that come into the studio or listen to some of my songs. You're underrated as hell, or or why aren't they putting you here? Why aren't they here? Why? You know, it does get tiring hearing that. You know, saying like it does because I, I tell them the same thing over and over. It's it's not that it's not that people it's, they choose not to support the artists that exist out here mm-hmm. in general. Exactly. You know, they they put the promoters with USBs and you know, I get it though. You know, it's that's their, their criteria and that's how they want to do it. Fine, I will still move around that. Mm-hmm. I will still release my music. I will, and they will give me more the respect than a fucking promoter in. Shivers gives me more respect than a promoter on home. Oh, signing a song that's mine gives me more respect than promoters out here will put me on a show. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's what it, that's what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying that's what that's what it comes down. To. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's what it Yep, I completely agree 100, percent man. Like, and it's it's funny how this is moving towards dude. Like little by little, it's becoming more and more a musician's thing you know it's becoming more of like we're trying to change narrative that we're trying to taking over and doing our own shows to show the world it's like yo see we got people here you know like if you check on some of my er earlier episodes halfway you can see i've interviewed a lot of people that nobody has ever heard of and a majority of them are just locals here they're just locals here and nobody has ever heard of them. And I'm trying to put them out as much as possible. But I'm not just getting locals here from South Florida. No, 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 no. I'm getting locals and up-and-comers from outside of it as well. I'm trying to get from, from Europe and from across the States, you know? I'm trying to put them on, on the map as much as possible. Because when I hear the music, it's like I feel like, how is it possible that nobody has already discovered you. How's it possible that your shit is not popping out there? Like, I even admit it to myself. Some of the music that I've heard is way better than whatever I ever produce. And I have no shame about it. I know when what's my limit to my music. And I know when someone is is way better than me on, on music. Like, And I'm proud of it. It's like, shit, bro, I discovered something new. I discovered something big in here. Like there's monster potential here from these artists, but they don't get the recognition that they deserve. They still like, like we keep saying it over and over, like they've been overlooked all because they're, they feel like, you know, they're not, the they're not, um, they don't have a price tag on it. So it's like, they're not worth anything to us. We, it's not easy. It's not manageable. It's not, it's not marketable for us. It's like, that's why we don't give a shit. And they're not going to be big. They're not going to be big. And that's the biggest mistake they make because a lot of, lots, a lot of independent artists are bigger than any, any artists that have been signed on labels or festivals or, or any company. Fuck. Like, again, Skrillex has his own company, his own publishing company, his own fucking record label. He's independent as fuck. Um, Diplo has his own th- company, his own record label. Our boy Needy Greedy, he's independent and he still makes bangers. 
He has a side project. And as, yeah, Sipes and. And that's booming. And that's booming. He's making bangers. He's making any sorts of genre. That's why that's. Nitty Gritty is probably the best example as to my, where I need from. Yeah. Corrupt Criminal as a bass artist. Shallow doing the other stuff that I like to do, which is a like house and stuff like that, you know. And it's just, bro, it's just that's, that's the one way that I feel comfortable knowing that I can put my music on. And you know, it works. It works. It's working out. Yeah, I had a treehouse for for Shallow, the beginning of this year, to start off this year, and I played out one of the best sets ever. I played out one of my, I made a song for the intro. I played three of three, four, three, five of my tracks in there. I was able to play five of my tracks in there along with seven, eight other tracks. You know, it, it's it's beautiful, bro. It's beautiful to be able to express the different sides. But again, you know, it's until the right people see what I'm doing, see how I do it, see why I do it, or whatever it is that they, that lets them know that I got what I got and I'm ready to fuck you force with whatever we're going to do with this projects yeah and it, yeah it is a business sense at the end of the day but also but also this is what i love doing this is all i love doing you know what i'm saying like i, I this is this is it for me yeah. this is what i my calling to, to be serious this is my calling to work with other producers i've even worked in the latin industry and i've worked with with producers and and musicians in the latin industry and to me again it's not just about the dubstep too like i said in the Latin industry too, it's about the right people that have to take me serious. Fulanito, for some people that don't know him because it's, it's a fucking ancient group. Um, he did tracks like Cepilla and he did tracks like Guayando. And, you know, those are famous merengue tracks. Famous. Famous. You know, to be able to sit in the studio and the guy tells me, you know, that song right there is a banger. And, like, you know, this guy hasn't came out in a while. So to him to tell me, I want to come back out and have that song ready, it's a fucking honor, you know? And it's just the same way Hesh looking at my song and saying, yo, I want to take this and put it on my compilation. You're it, bro. You are it. You got it. There's no question about it. And, and in a genuine sense, in a genuine sense, he fucks with my persona first because we communicated and connected based off of that. And our communication has always been off of homie shit when he comes into town and we're just having a good time. I'm nothing but that. I just don't, I don't see any other reason to be anything else. But myself and myself is just that, you know, enjoying a good time, you know, connecting with artists because I, in a sense, I feel like it is true for me that I connect better with artists than I do on a regular basis with some regular people in my life that just, you know, have a regular life out there and do their own jobs and have their own life set and, you know, just the norm, the norm. They're not struggling to like make a music uh, career or anything like that. They just haven't figured out, you know, there's differences there between the mentality as well. And, you know, I do connect with them, but artists, we have this outgoing sense of personality and thought that, like, it's a lot more fun, in a sense, to communicate with them. Um, because, again, we, we at the end of the day, it comes back to this. It, it comes back to this. Mm -hmm. This whole thing here mm -hmm. is fucking making sounds, making weird sounds, making loud sounds, making just crazy sounds and, 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 and coming to a show together and putting those putting all that stuff out there and seeing the people enjoy that and making the memories there is just, that's just, that's, I prefer the connections from artists like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just one industry, it's all of them. So yet to have that connection for, you know, for the house, I have had connections as well, 
you know, with, with the shadow stuff, ODK has been able to, you know, bless me with the booking for Treehouse. And he told me, he's like, I believe in your shit. You got the persona, you got the looks, you got the music. My dude, just do it. Just, just do it. Just come out here and just do it. Nothing more, nothing less. And I told him, listen, you're giving me the opportunity to come out here. I came by the first night that I played there. My list was at 70, you know, it was like 60 people, 65 people. And those 65 people had brought friends. So at the end of the day, they told me I had brought like 100 people. And then, and that's just me. There was all the other people that were playing that day. Now for my headline show, I had 100 people list. I had 100 people list. And, you know, and, and that's impressive to anybody's eye when they say, you know, I'm going to bring this guy and see how, what he can do. I put a list together based on people that replied to me and let me know that they wanted to come and see me, supporters. And, and you know, Shallow, Shallow is a project that I take very, very deeply because um, this, this project started with emotion. It started actually when I was in a relationship with somebody. And the emotion that they brought out of me was a creative side of me that I didn't know I had, you know. And it was beautiful to see that I prepared this whole, you know, project out of an emotion. And then also hanging out with friends and doing and doing late night mixing with house music. And uh, clearly, um, I've started my DJ career based off of house music, Dutch house, all that kind of stuff. And, 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 and it brought me back to my roots as well. So again, all through emotion to the memory of something that I started off with. I was able to express that when I would go late night after an event with some friends and it's like 20, 30 or 40 of us on a balcony. Uh, shout out to Adam. <laughs> we're all on a balcony and he has a setup there and I plug up and I'm playing for two, three, four hours, house music, sexy house music. Uh, maybe even turn it down to like 110 tempo, 120 tempo and start playing Kei and, and and get funky with it, you know. And that that is what I call shallow. Like that that that's what I call shallow. That was the project that I it was the safer side of music on the shallow end of the music. You know, where we can vibe or we can really dance and get jiggy instead of getting crazy and headbanging or all that angry music or all that crazy weird bass music. It's not so much in your face, but now it's more in your body, you know. <clears throat> so so you know, that project became a thing and and to see that some people have really known me from those days and all those nights going out and performing in those small areas and playing house music and playing my own tracks that I've made under shallow secretly, you know, and, and to be able to show people, you know, like, Hey, this is what I've been working on. And, you know, they tell me that the feedback is like, you know, Oh my God, you should be, you should be playing this. You should be throwing this out. And I'm like, under the right time, when the right time comes, I will bring it out. Right. And, you know, and, and people like ODK see it and they've been watching it for a while. And, you know, he's given me the opportunity plenty of times. Even on my birthday, I had, I had the opportunity to show it out, uh, performing uh, an opening up for Cortez. Um, and that was that was a good experience, too, because people got to hear some of my tracks. And it was, uh, all those shows on, on, on multiple occasions, you know, uh, nearly sold out. Uh, to to a lot of people showing up and it's it's been a beautiful experience to be able to, to play them out and express that side of my music you know my musicality and eventually you know we're, we're trying to just put it all together and give people you know give people that what it's like you know here's what I can do if you like it thank you if you don't like it there's something else I can make that I'm guaranteed you're gonna like it. 
only because I don't stay in one spot, you know? I don't yeah. stay in one spot. And I, and I was actually gonna be I was actually gonna ask you, like when it comes to you to finishing your projects, how long does it take you to finish your projects? Uh, that depends. It varies. It varies. Um really it varies on how really in there the ideas in my head. Mm -hmm. So like if it's really in there, guaranteed that that project's gonna come out very quick. Within the week I will have the full structure. Within the next week it's mixed down. Within the week after that, the reaches, the extra add-ons, maybe the switch-ups, the changes, and the final adjustments with the, the mixed down and finalized will be there. So it just depends, really. It really depends. It could be a month. It could be two months. And if, if I'm stuck with an idea rather than just no intro, the intro could take me about two weeks to really come up with. Mm. If I push hard enough, it could be within the week. But, you know, it's, it varies. Like some songs, like <clears throat> this song here, I'm not going to actually play for you now. But this song fucking came to me like this, bro. Like this. Like in two days, done. Done. Had the song finished. Now I'm just working up the, the mix down now. Mm. Making sure everything's tight. Making sure everything sounds exactly where it needs to be. But man, I came back from Oki with an inspiration like no other. Yeah. And I, 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 it's been every single day. It's been me grinding it out in here, you know, for nights on end for, for, for a long time so and what's um normally your creative process when it comes to making some of the songs like what is it that you start with like do you start off with the intro or the drops so, or melodies sometimes, sometimes i'm in the mood for sound design mm -hmm. and i'll go start off from there and the sound design session will, will turn into a drop and from a drop it build up into a drop and then the intro will be created after. Sometimes it's the intro first, and the intro is so good that it can lead into the drop so smoothly, and the creative flow probably goes a lot, a lot quicker as well, but it all depends, because I can start a whole drop, and the drop is so good that I already feel what that intro is gonna sound like. Mm -hmm. You know, I figured out, I haven't figured out in a sense, and that that right there is what, what the creative process is. But sometimes I still get writer's block, you know, sometimes I'll sit there, I'll sit there in front of the fucking computer and literally just not do anything. I'll look at, I'll know, I'll open up a project, I'll hear it out, I'll listen to it a couple of times. I'm thinking, you know, I'll think to myself, like, you know, will, will this work? You know, I'll try it out and I'll get stuck. I'll notice I'm stuck for about five, 10 minutes on the same thing. You know, I'll try to scroll over to the next project, see what I can do, you know. But this project here, which I'll play right now, yeah, um, this shit came so quick. Okay. And like, Because the vibe was there and I had been stuck in it in my head. And just, I've been even telling my friends the entire weekend, like, guys, I cannot wait to put out Yo. the trap here in my head. And, you know, like, you know, I'm telling them, like, this inspiration is crazy. Because I, I literally sat down, I, I literally, in some of the sets at Okeechobee, I stood there and my friends were like, what's going on? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm studying the entire set. You know, I'm going to. I'm gonna tune in right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really experience the sounds and and really take it in, you know. And I, I remember sitting there. My phone has a recording. Everything I have a voice recording of one of the sets. But I, I listened to, you know, I was really deep into some of the sounds and really feeling some of the way these these things flow. You know, some of these genres flow. And man, it was fun. It was fun to feel that again. You know, to go to a to one final. You know, like I said, the final hoorah for me, the final festival that I kind of go to before I start getting this shit serious. And I, I took in the experience with, you know, experimental bass and, and, and minimal deep dubs and, 
just just really took that in and it, it was really nice it was really nice to study again uh, uh in a festival and take some sounds in and production notes and it was like it was like in my head i can see the entire song coming together and i was like damn i know what to do when i go back home and what i want to hear how i want to hear it so with that being said, <laughs> that being said, this is a lone wolf podcast exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> When that bass go, whoa, I was like, oh, oh, he did not do that. Oh, it's a, I think I think the best. I mean, my favorite part of this whole track is that the snare is a coin, a coin drop that I stretched out. No that I just ran way. I like pitch, you know, regular coin drop. Go, yeah. What if I stretch this out? And, and out of that. Out of that, I came this beautiful. This is the coin drop right here. I can he I can hear the coin drop part. Yeah. So I I put I put the delay to be super late, so it's it hits and then comes in the reverb. So it's ba wa ba. Oh damn. I'm so spaced out, like. So good. It's so clean. Like, I'm honestly really, I don't know. I, I, I'm i surprised by what I was able to. And that's the second drop. Yeah. The first drop, the first drop is, 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 is straight triplets. Straight triplets. Yo, 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 yo. 
I like that bass. I like that bass. I went like boom. Like oh oh. Yeah, man. I really came into the studio ready to kill, ready to kill. Yes. I'm wrapping up a German bass tune that I did. The second drop is halftime, so it's it's fucking heavy as well. That's another one I'm really excited to to to, to show people. Um, my next track coming out will be Evacuate. So uh, just tracks coming out, you know, one after the other. Then after that will be the Moonbatone track, which mm-hmm. that'll be fun to put out. Um, you know, just to give it a little bit, a little bit of everything, you know, just giving it a little bit of everything. I might think about putting Serve the Bass at La Clinica, but I'm not sure. You know, I've put out with La Clinica. I could possibly do it again, but I haven't really heard from Frank in a while and how he's doing releases right now. So for now, I think I'll just do a, you know, my own release and hopefully get the right, you know, yeah. people. And hopefully Frank hears it and maybe, you know, he says, fuck it. Who knows? You never know until you try. Um, yeah. But but two things I actually do want to point out, like I do want to ask, like one of them was that the whole demo submissions, like are you still down for doing sending you know chats to these labels or you're actually like don't do that anymore so so right so last year i sent out demos and you know i didn't really get any answers back yeah which hey you know i don't i don't i don't take I, i take rejection lightly i don't really it doesn't matter to me because eventually there will be something that they'll want or they'll bite for it. Mm. It's to say I'm going to kill myself over, you know, having a label release. Not at all. I've worked with label releases. Prime Audio was a label release I yep. did. Um, you know, and, and that was that was really fun to, to be a part of. Um, you know, now being a part of this, this Hesh compilation that, you know, quite frankly, I'm excited to be a part of. There's a bunch of other people on there, you know, heavy hitters and, and uh, again, I've released with uh, Rail Breakers as well, so you know it, it's 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 not a, a stressful thing for me to 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 look for releases on another uh, label or, or stuff like that. But eventually, we'll we'll be looking at that. I, I will send some more halfway through this year, so I want to do some self releases first, get my own attention from what I'm releasing yes. on my pages, so that when I do have something to present. They're already looking at the fact that I have a bunch of releases on my page. And then if it's not so much about the numbers, but the sound will be there for sure. Have them look at you, you know, don't look at them. Have them look at you, you know. Right. Correct. Like I said, I want to be that that flare in the sky that they're looking at because yeah. it's shining. Like, yo, what's going on over there? Let's see what's going on over there. You know, and, and the music will show. The music will show. Yeah. It'll all come back, you know. The other artists, I'm, a, I'm already the fact that I'm, I'm talking to people for, for, for hashes, uh, fuck shit records, which is good because it's handled with Danny Defusco, which handles Cyclops, which handles you know other labels as well, Dope. and that's a good thing. So that's that, that's an A and R that's already looking at me and saying, okay, he, he's somebody, somebody on my map. I should be looking at that. You know, if this guy, this artist, is putting this name here on the label then that means that he's got something going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
that's all it takes. All it takes, brother. Now, the other thing I definitely wanted to ask you was the whole concept of sound design. I'm pretty sure you've heard of this, you know, question before. But when you when it comes to sound design, do you believe is it a, a luxury or a necessity for a producer? <laughs> that could go very deep. That's that question very deep. It could go very deep because I that's I'm fine. When, when it comes to music, see, like this is what kind of I've realized is that I'm very, very picky with the way sounds are. It doesn't matter if it's just the bass synth sound. Mm -hmm. It could be how sub sounds, the texture of the sub. Does it have an extra texture over that sub? It could be the snare. Is it a dry snare? Is it a bright snare? Is it a very tight snare? Is it a wide snare? Is it on a stereo spectrum wide? Sound design isn't just sound design is everything. Yep. So it's necessity can really be sensed as Yeah, you need to learn how to distinguish different types of sounds, whether it's the kick, the clap, the hi-hat, the splash, the ride, the sub, the synth, the intro synth, the thinness of the intro synth, the high pitch, the low pitch. Where does it fit? Because if you have and you're coming in with a low pitch sub bass sound for the drop, then should the build up be at a light point? So that when it drops, you get that full drop sense, you know, things like that sound design to me, to me, that is sound design. What, what, what are you designing to make that texture? What are you designing to make this sound distinguishable and fit just right and unique? That's why truthfully, end of time got signed over to Hesh because he heard the way it sounded, the texture, mm -hmm. the type of drop that it is super bassy mm -hmm. in your face very minimal in a sense that it's just one sound that you're focusing on stuff like that and 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 you know i i i love that he, he picked that song because that's one of my favorites that's literally one of my favorites it's very deep very minimal scary almost intro um minimal again but scary you know it fills it fills the room up with a vibe so luckily i was i was i was happy to be able to get recognized for that and that's really when it comes down to it the sound is good yeah. and, and i've been I've been adamant about the fact that I don't like to stay in one spot with the, with the sound design anymore. Some people think that they make one sound and that sound hits and they got to stick to that sound texture because it's what fits now. Well, maybe it works for them that way. But for me, I feel like Corrupt Criminal doesn't just stick to one sound. It doesn't stick to a criminal. He's out here, he's out here taking every single genre out of surprise, any bass genre that exists. Mm -hmm. and, and taking that and making my own little twist or doing my own little, whatever I hear is what's on there, however angry it is and however, whatever it may be. Um, you know, the sound design shows that uh, I, can, I can change it up, do this, something different. And I want people to have fun with that. Have fun with the fact that it's something new to hear. That's something different to expect from me. So it's not just rhythm. It's not, it's not just dubstep. It's drum bass, boomer tone, yeah. shit. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in a couple other things in there that's that I'll, I'll probably have like experimental done and ready to be put out by by mid in the summer. You know, um, you know, put the experimental songs out in the summer and and just a bunch of different stuff. You know, get wild with it. But the point is, yeah, I feel like the artist should definitely take the time to learn and appreciate sound design in every single sense, mm -hmm. not just not just in, in bass sounds, but in everything. Study what different snares sound like. Study what different kicks sound like, and why? Why do they sound like that? What is it that, that makes them punch differently than you know the different kicks? You know, what I'm saying why layer two kicks together 
or Wiley or just the beginning of one kick, which is the attack and then the release. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sound design is everything. It, it definitely is. And I recommend that everybody that does get into sound design, that don't just focus on one thing. Make sure that you recognize that. There's different aesthetics, like let's put it together. Hugh K, mm. his sound aesthetic is tight, precise, but there's also a certain filter vibe that you get over this, the instruments that make it sound super tight and, and the way that synth sound, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and his form, his formation too, his, uh, his breakdowns and his formations, how he switches up, and how many bars he does to switch up, stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's different. It's different for, for a lot of people. That's my answer. And why is it that you decide to call yourself corrupt criminal? Like, what what's the story <laughs> behind that? I'm always eager and, and wondering why is it corrupt criminal? You know, it's funny is a lot of people do that tell me they're like, yo, it's very contradictory what you're saying in your name, and I'm like, well, that's a good thing, yeah. right? You know, that's a good yeah. thing, contradictory, good thing, right? But um, so one day I'm sitting on my bed and um. Shoot, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the bed. I'm thinking there. I'm like, damn, what do I want to call myself? What do, what do I want to call myself in this bass music? Mm-hmm. You know, because back then it was about trap, boomatone, and I was really into it all. And dubstep too. I was into all of it. So I wanted to really dive into making music for that. And you know, I was thinking, okay, how, how, how do I? I know that sound design is going to be a thing to learn for me. So what do, what do I want to do with sound design wise? How do I want to distinguish myself? I say I want to corrupt the sounds with my own sense. I want to, I want to corrupt. I want to corrupt the minds that listen to these things. I want to corrupt them into my, into my grasp of how how this you know how it sounds and make them like feel the anger or feel the, the heaviness or just feel the energy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's where basically that 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 characterization comes from, and then the criminal, which gives it more of the character, but also letting people know that um, I'm a villain. I'm a villain against all odds in the scene. Um, you know, whether people fuck with me or not, I'm still going to be out here scheming under my music and the low key. And, you know, all these artists are telling me back and forth, you need to release all these things, bro. Release all this stuff. Just, just throw it out there. Throw it out there. I'm like, right, right. have the set release schedule. We're going to start releasing. And again, my name's Corrupt Criminal. Coming out here to corrupt you, you will be another criminal out here. So that's how that's how we rock it. That's how we rock it. These sounds, these sounds that I'm gonna be creating and putting out here, yeah. gonna turn you into a criminal, and then they're gonna turn you into a criminal. And you're gonna feel that shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward for our collaboration. You know, I can't wait until you dabble it down all the way and you corrupt hey. it my version of the song and go make it sound more like heavy and at the same time be ready be ready because it's gonna be dumb heavy be ready when Fuck. I tell you you're gonna hear this and you're gonna be like oh damn what I signed up for <laughs> <laughs> yo yo I'm fucking Looking forward to it, man. I really cannot wait until you double into our collab, man, and play that shit at Forbidden Kingdom just to oh, fuck yeah. everything. You know I'm going to play it out of Forbidden Kingdom. You know I am. And you got to let everybody know. It's like, yeah, that's me and Wolfson. Everybody's like, what? Wolfson's yes. back? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Guess yes, who's back, motherfuckers? Yeah. So that's, 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 that's. 
That's what I'm saying, you know. Our, our collab's going to be fire. I have other collabs coming. One with Yaks, one with Movie. I got one with Subject 31. Duh. Name, just a couple of the name in there. I'm going to be dropping a bunch of tracks of my own, like I said, at Forbidden Kingdom. So. Yo. Better be out there. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be Fuck hot. yeah. Yo. Have some, have some some way to record that set, bro. Oh, 100%. I'm going to have a, a, a stand set up with my camera. I'm just going to let it run. Just going to let it run. Yo. All the way through. Oh, bro. Yeah, bro. Record that because I want to see it. And I, I and yeah, I just want to enjoy my time listening to it. So fuck it. Yeah, record that and do make a like. Do what I usually do. Every, back, remember back in the day, every time I I DJ for one of these events or one of these festivals or whatnot, and I'm, my name is in the lineup, I just upload the mitts over just to get the people like, yo, if you guys missed my set, I got you. Here's what I here's what you missed. Here's what yes, you missed. And if you want to see the full track list, let's make it to free K place. And I'll yeah, build the full that, track list. That's, that's actually something I'm so so. Um, by the end of this month, mm -hmm. hopefully towards halfway of next month, I should already have the 35 tracks that I'm looking for. That's what I'm shooting for. 35. Yeah, that's fine. 35. Now, 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 question: Should I play some of the house tunes or should I not? Because I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. Just to throw off a little bit, that's not bad. I might sprinkle it in, but I don't. You can sprinkle it at the end just to finish it off. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. That at the end, I could. I could. Yeah, you sprinkle it off and say like, oh, shit. And then you just like introduce the, la the last person. It's like, there you go. I just basically dominated your vibe all the way. Correct. 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 There's, okay. there's ways. So, there's ways. So. So again, 35 solid tracks, including probably two or three house tracks I put at the end of my own that I know are heavy, heavy, that I can, that I know are the dark vibe and people were going to be like, what the fuck? You know, like, like yeah, <laughs> I think, I think that, that I'll, I'll include in there. So for sure, you know, I, I'm going to have those 35 tracks. I plan on, um, you know, making sure that I can have a, a recording of the mix in itself, make sure that the timing is perfect. Yes. 45 minutes or whatever it may be and that um when i do play it live if i do record it live i have to figure out a way to get a direct you know direct recording i know out of it. i know with that controller you can actually do record it but i don't know how they do it over in the cdjs and the djms yeah. at the cdjs i would have to figure it out but it's mainly has to be direct out and stuff like that so yeah Out, you know, somebody can let me a recorder and then I can plug it. I was about out. to say, ask if, you know, somebody can hook you up a recorder and just hook it up from the outs of the mixer and just like let it ride. Just record and that's it. That's correct, correct, correct. So hopefully we can do If we can do that, that'd be great because I would upload that shit straight to SoundCloud. And then from there, that's again, uh, uh, more content that really... More content, exactly. More stuff to put out there. And people will drawn into it because the fact is like, fuck, I missed it. It's a full corrupt criminal set. Exactly. exactly. I'm honestly, honestly super excited to be able to finally play out nothing but my tunes for a festival, a, a, a dubstep festival. And man, it's going to be fun, man. I got mad people already telling me they bought tickets to come see me and 
and that that really that really brought back my 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 excitement as to where my career has been going. And despite Corona really putting a pause on a lot of great things, yeah. that supposed to, and a lot of things were supposed to happen, but yeah. I'm excited to how things are, are going to happen now, you know, with, with the buildup and, and the hash release and all these things that are coming my way. I will be attending ever after as well. You know, who's to say just to drop a track or two during somebody's set. I don't know. But I'll be out there as well with some homies. And, you know, we're just going to keep the ball rolling. I'm going to hopefully also release an EP mm. in, the upcoming, uh, in the upcoming weeks to months. So be, be prepared for that. That's going to be a nice EP. I'm probably going to make the EP a little bit of everything. So a little bit experimental, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, during bass, halftime that, and then a little, you know, dubstep track or two in there, but just definitely be on the lookout for that and then some collabs here and there. Dope. All doing right. it. Let's go, man. <laughs> Let's go, man. I'm happy to hear this, bro. We're going to wrap this up with three more questions and we can end it with a nice little note after this, man. So this one is actually a pretty good one. What has been your greatest accomplishment up to now? Mm. man and there's a couple too man there's yep. a couple name them oh you know forbidden kingdom being one of them um the release for the compilation on on fuck shit records very blessed for that uh headlining uh treehouse on my own headline show being able to put that out um what else man we we we've been is this pandemic's been so you know so staggering, yeah. but it's until now that we're seeing uh, you know after pandemic you know being able to work again like I said with with Spanish artists and and being able to perform as well with a good friend of mine Happy Colors remember Happy Colors yeah uh, you know performed with him at a at a at a New York New Year's show very private. Really nice. Another thing that I consider an accomplishment in the sense of like, not only is that my homie, but to be able to spin with him sometimes is a blessing, you know? Um, <clears throat> you know, just a couple of those things. Those are being able to throw a renegade, throwing a renegade at Okeechobee randomly, which was insane to me with, 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 with easy baked and friends without the easy baked. <laughs> shout out to those boys. You know, they showed mad love that night. Um, it was in there, you know, nice sunrise, beautiful sunrise that, that day. But yeah, those, those, I would say those are my, my greatest accomplishments right now, right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what are you currently doing right now and what do you hope to accomplish by it? So right now we're, 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 we're keeping a, a very heavy pace on releases mm. where we're trying to keep a pace throughout the rest of this year so that we can accomplish Uh, what we were set to accomplish already before the pandemic, which was to finally break through to some listeners and more listeners and reach out to a lot more listeners and mainly artists to recognize the corrupt criminal project and to recognize the shadow project even then. Um, and for people to start listening to this stuff that I have to make and to enjoy it and to feel it and to live, live it with me, honestly. Because eventually when I start playing more shows uh, across different states, we're going to be able to share the energy that I have to offer 
and give and share it all around and, 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 and let people know that, that I'm also here to help others as well. Because yeah. it's not just about myself. This music shit doesn't happen without anybody else. So, you know, helping the underground scene along with myself is pretty much that. One last question and we can end it right here. This is a very trippy one, but it's a good one. <laughs> trippy one. All right, let's go. Let's just say that you're walking down the street and all, right. all of a sudden a UFO pops out of nowhere and some aliens <laughs> comes to you and they say, yo, corrupt, we need your help. Because you and only you can help us out. Uh -huh. And you'll be like, all right, bet, let's go. Let's go. Let's do what we got to do. Let's fuck okay. shit up. And they'll be like, but before you do, we don't know how long you're going to be out. Here's a piece of paper. Write free pieces of advice that you'll give to someone. What are those free pieces of advice? Okay, so three pieces of advice before I leave this world. Crazy. I know. That's a nice question, though. I actually fuck with that question. Um, number one, do not worry about what has already happened. Mm, this is like a good one. This is a, I, I never and heard this one. And it, yeah. Do not worry about what has already happened to you or to someone in general. Do not stick in the past. Do not worry about the past. Do not burden yourself on the past. That it also that also includes with don't worry yourself with things of the future. So in reality, what I mean to say is live in the moments and only for the moments. Mm -hmm. Do not worry about the future in those moments and do not think about the past in those moments. So just live in the moment. That's one piece of advice I would say. Yeah. <clears throat> My second piece of advice is be you. So we have in here that we're meant to be able to express and whether that's me doing music and showing my love to music or showing my love by going out and hanging out
that I've you want to come back again and talk more about some shit want to blow Dude. up some more steam fuck yeah you're more than welcome to come shoot let's do after fk shit shit let's go let's fucking go and we can talk about the experience on FK and some more shit. Yes, we can. Yes, yes we can. can. Yes, we can. Uh, well, bro, before we leave, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you and what they can expect from you. <laughs> Yo. All right. So it's Corrupt Criminal here. Find me on all social media. SoundCloud, the host of Boots About. That's Corrupt Criminal. The U is a V. And, uh, you know, I'll see you guys at Forbidden Kingdom. And be sure to follow my SoundCloud because there's going to be nothing but releases all year long. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, have a beautiful night. Have a beautiful day, wherever you're listening from, however you're listening from. Yeah. And just, man, stay blessed. And I will see you out on the battlefield. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Bro, thank you very much for coming over to the show and thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode or a brand new topic. So always re remember to like and subscribe and hit the bell for notification at youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast. Or you can follow me at lonewolfpod.com. That's lone, W-O-L-V, pod.com, where you can check all my latest episodes. You, you want to check the audio version? Go for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. I have Wolves and Music or the Lone Wolf Podcast. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me or you want Karat to cover, please let us know in the comments down below. And we'll more than happy to talk about it. We'll do our best to try to talk about it on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Check out Corrupt at Forbidden Kingdom. Let's go. Let's go.